Good morning. Welcome to the Morning Chat with Ed Ballinger on 97.7 FM, 1450 AM, WAOV Vincennes. Also 97.3 FM in Washington. Our first guest this morning from the Vincennes City Council is Brian Grove. Good morning. Good morning, Ed. How you doing today? Doing great. Yeah, it's holiday. Coming up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Coming up. It's here, man. You wouldn't recognize, I mean, you wouldn't notice it by outside, but it is December. Yeah, it's, yes, it's it is. 60 degrees today, but that's all right. Hey, we'll take it. Yeah. All right. City Council had a meeting last night, uh, Board of Work City Council. Um, kind of a, I want to say it, not a real active no it, it is that time of year that it's it's it gets a little strange because all, all you're doing is kind of moving some money around uh paying some bills out of different different line items and then at the end of the year it all has to match up so uh kathy does a good job about you know rearranging that and making everything zero out at the end of the year that's basically what we did last night we did have another item on the agenda the military museum was going to come i, I know they've got a, a very exciting things happening out there, but uh, uh, Judge Osborne wasn't able to be there last night, so we're, we're going to push that off uh, probably until the next meeting. Okay. So. I love that place. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I love it. People don't realize. Oh, I love that and place. I'm shocked at how many people haven't been out there. Oh, man. Um, but it is truly amazing, mm. and what their their expansion is going to be huge. No, uh, I, yeah. I, yeah. I love that place. Yep. And, you know, they're always going after these grants. So <laughs> it is, it, you know, they, they take care of themselves, but they're going to need a little help on this one, and I, th- I think we'll... We'll be able to step up and do that. One of the most memorable shows I've ever done on this on this program was when they moved from their location on Bruceville out here. Yeah, I mean, had Judge Osborne yeah. and wow, yeah, it's just it, kind of funny. We we and I can say this now because it, it didn't work out, but you know we had the movie themed Christmas parade. So, it, you know, our idea was to have Santa come in a Panzer, you know, <laughs> but it didn't work out. We couldn't get together on, on that, but man, it, it was going to be cool. Maybe one day we'll do it again, but, uh, uh, you know, Santa in a tank was, is, <laughs> was going to be a good idea. But. Oh my. <laughs> and I thought stripes was funny. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, cool. All right. Okay. Uh, now I didn't hear, did, uh, I know there's discussion about the, uh, agreement between the city of Bicknell and Vincennes for the animal shelter. Yeah, it's not uh, just the city of Bicknell, it's the county. Any, okay. any county animals that were taken in, we were only charging $100 for that animal. It didn't even cover the cost of uh, spade and neutering and chipping it. So we, we did uh, raise that and to just you know make it to where the animal shelter can, can break even on that. And they really, even with the new fee, you, you think, well, my gosh, it's two and a half times more, but it, it still is just barely breaking even for uh, taking care of those those dogs. And like the mayor said, it is still a good deal for the county, and, and the county feels like the, it is too. Uh, they don't have to have their own shelter, which is an enormous cost. Um, but our girls and guys out there at the animal shelter, they do a great job of keeping costs down as low as they can. And, um, you know, We'll just continue to go forward out there. The thing is, I like about uh, the uh, first of all, I apologize. I said Bicknell. That's where the problems seem to be right now. That's that was what was on my mind. But what I like about it is how, you know, anytime you do a, a city and a county agreement, you just never know which way it's going to go. And and I like how this has worked out. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah. you know, everybody everybody wins basically. Every, everybody does win in this one, um, and you know, like I said, working with the county, we we have our ups and downs, but um, in the end, we are you know all working toward a common goal. The other thing is, I got I got to tell you that um, here I said everybody wins. Well, not everybody wins. The animals don't win because. Unfortunately, some of them have owners that shouldn't have been owners to begin with. Boy, that's for sure. <laughs> okay, I mean, I'm gonna take my shot at you. Yeah, yeah. I mean yeah. that's. It, it's amazing to me. You, you drive around and and you see these animals, you know, just malnourished, and you know they haven't had shots in years or if ever, and um, you know you see an owner, you know. You know they they can still afford their their cigarettes and their beer and the you know anything else that they desire but when it comes to that animal you know they they're just left out and yeah like you said there are some people that shouldn't be dog owners just like there's some people that shouldn't be parents right. so. <laughs> oh yeah well and I, and I said this to Leah last week when she was on I said listen some of those animals are better off at the shelter yeah from what I've seen oh yeah I mean what they they. <laughs> People have no idea. I know it used to be years and years ago. Brian is, oh, God, it's so sad out there. No, it's not. You know, you go out there, they are taken care of. Yeah. Okay, they, they it's, but, definitely are. They, they're taken care of better than a lot of animals at home. Because, right. you know, I, I bet Leah knows the name of every dog out there. Oh, yeah. And, and Angie and, and all those people out there, they are out there because they truly care for animals. I and, own two of them. But, yeah. I they, own two. I get two rescue dogs from there. I mean, and, and then I had one before that. I yeah. mean, I just... I'm not bragging on myself. I'm just saying that that's how well they are treated. Yes. And yep. you know, the right now they got the $50 adoption fee. You know, if you're a family wanting a pet, here's your opportunity. It, yes, it is. And you, you always get a, a good dog out there. They, they, most of them are leash trained. Um, and if they're not, they're working on it. Mm -hmm. So, um, you, you get a head start by getting one of those animal shelter dogs. Right, right. Anyway. And I, and I know the other thing is, and they're the first to admit they are really supported well by the city council. And I don't mean financially, I mean, just the backing in general. Yeah. And you know, it's easy to do when you got a director, uh, that really, she manages her money. Well, she manages her people well, and it's just doing a terrific job out there. It's awful easy to say we're supportive of her when, when, you know, the only things that come out of there are mo mostly positive. So yeah, yeah, we're, we're in a really good place out there. Well, she, we're well, proud of it. Well, I know she feels some tough calls though. There, it's it's a tough, it's a tough job. I, I didn't realize how yeah the, some of the calls that she gets and uh, they get out there just uh, you know you would be astounded uh, you really would. I've I've been a party of one of those recently and it's just you you just sit back and you think. Yeah. I really had that conversation, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, 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 I really, uh, feel for them most of the time of what they do, but they, they do a terrific job at what they're doing. Here. I thought getting mentioned on take back Vincennes was bad <laughs> until I see what they go through. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, wow. Yeah, okay. definitely. Well, definitely. anyway, they do a great job and yeah. a great agreement. Thank you. I mean, to everybody involved, 
you know, let's just get this problem solved yes. in the county. Yep. And let's get, let's get a lot of these pets homes this, yes. this holiday yeah. season. That'd be great. Uh, other than that, there wasn't much else going on tonight and last no. night. Nope. Nope. Just paying the, paying the bills. We had, we did have a pretty good crowd last night. It's, it, man, it's, it's really nice to see at first when I, when I first got on there, it's like, oh my gosh, what, what are they here for? You know, it's going to be, but it's nice to look out in the crowd and I don't even know who they were. I didn't have a, a chance to talk to them, but, uh, there were several people that came and just sat and listened and um you know we always have that public comment section and we will continue to do that um you know as as long as i'm there we'll continue to have that public comment if if you need to to come and voice your opinion or something i think one thing i could honestly say for all the uh, groups that i i have on this show whether it's the city council county council or county commissioners transparency doesn't seem to be a problem no, I mean, and I mean, in years past, I can never say that. Yeah, but but I can honestly say it now. All bodies that I work with on this show, they lay it on the line. They lay it out. Yep. This is what it's going to be, and that's all we ask. We yeah, I'll tell you. In the the eight years that I've been on there now, um, like you said, all bodies have worked a hundred percent toward being transparent. Um, we have as few executive sessions as possible. Matter of fact, I don't think we've had one since I've been on eight years. I don't think we've had an executive session. Um, not that that's not needed at some point, um, but we just haven't had to do that. And, uh, you know, what we do is out there for everybody to see. And uh, we, we can hope to continue to, to be that way and work toward that way. And, you know, the mayor's office is the same way. And uh, all the department heads, they, they, anytime we call them, they're, you know, they're an open book to us and, and they work well with us too. Okay. Uh, we're going to spend some time in the next segment since this will be your last visit this calendar year. Looking back at the past year, some of the things that uh, we as a city have a right to be proud of. And uh, a thing coming up next April called the Eclipse. Big news. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's huge. It's, it's, it's going to be a big event. All right. We're going to take a break. We'll have more of the morning chat after this on WAOV. Have you ever missed one of your favorite local shows on WAOV? Ever missed the morning chat, Mark and Mark, or even financial questions, real answers? Well, that's not a problem anymore. WAOV has our local shows on podcast and easy to get to them. Go to WAOVAM.com and click on the podcast tab at the top to find your show. It's that easy. So if you miss Vintage Vincent, legal news or views, or just the tips, listen to the podcast the next day. Go to WAOVAM.com and find your podcast. Welcome back to the morning chat. Tijuana Brass. A little Christmas music. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. <laughs> we've, we've had all kinds of things here in Vincent this past year. You know, it's this fits somewhere. Yeah, I'm sure it does. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, welcome back to the morning chat. Ed Ballinger along with uh, Vincent City Councilman Brian Grove. Uh, looking back the past year, uh, a lot of big things, a lot of big, big things. Number one, the completion of Main Street. Oh. That was huge. Yeah, you know, uh, looking back, I, I remember when it was first mentioned that we were going to do the, the Main Street ex expansion and uh, revitalization out there. And I thought, man, that is so far away. 24, I, I don't even, you know, are we going to be here in 24? <laughs> and it came so fast. And, you know, the, 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 
driving through there, it just looks amazing, and uh, really proud of, of of what we was a, what we were able to accomplish out there. Yeah, I think that. Uh, yeah, I know there was a there there had to be some patience, especially from the people who own homes out in that area. But my goodness, is it a nice road? It is, and, and you know, I haven't I haven't really had a chance to talk to many people that live along that path that really came in and, and were really really upset with um, losing some of their property and that sidewalks were going to be right in front of their house. Uh, I haven't heard from them, and I hope I hope that now that it's all done, they see what it is and they and they like it. I, I, you never know when you live that close to a main thoroughfare like that. That those things can happen, and uh, we we hope that they feel it was for a positive, uh, you know, step in the right direction. Now, okay. So anyway, that is done. That's done. All right. Now let's uh, talk about a few other things that has happened over the past year. Um, the beginning of Washington Avenue, and now I tell folks, and somehow memories people forget. Years and years and years and years ago, we went through this on Second Street. I mean, that was a major, people forget about that because the road's so good now. Yeah. But the, the major complaining, the major whining, the major, but look at it now. Yeah. And that's what we're probably going to get here come January. Yeah. And, and I don't know, uh, you know, if you can remember back, remember when 6th Street was two lanes all the oh, way yes. up? Oh, yes. You know, I, I, you know, when they were taking away our cruising strip, you know, I thought Vincennes will never be the same. They are destroying Vincennes uh-huh. because, you know, they're turning it into a big city. Uh-huh. And uh, look at it now. I mean, you know, you got four lanes on 6th Street, four lanes on Hart Street. And that's what, you know, if you don't, you know, strive to make those those improvements, then you're never going well, to. Well, and then people forget about the, the um, I, wasn't, I hate using the word hassle. That's not the word I'm going to use. The challenges we face on Main Street when we did uh, Main Street. Yeah. I mean, we've been through this before. Right. Now, this one is going to be a very complex one because we're not only dealing with the road, but we're all adding sidewalks. We're, we're adding things to it. That's never been there. I mean, no. the, that area, and you think about it, it's our, our largest park, our um, you know, largest gathering place in the city, I feel. And there were no sidewalks on that side of the street. And I just, I, it always baffled me that people could walk up to it, but they couldn't, you know, get there. You know, a lot, a lot of places were, you know, where they couldn't get on a sidewalk to get there. It was very dangerous for them. And just crossing uh, Washington Avenue there, you know, to get into the park is, you know, you're taking your life in your own hands and that's going to be improving. Um, the first stage I thought went really quick. I know if you ask uh, those businesses and residents out there, it took forever, but the first stage went really well and mm-hmm. went really quick. Um, it, and I feel like you're, you're right. This next step is going to be more complex and there's a lot more to move. Um, uh, but the, a lot of the utilities have already been uh, moved. Um, and I think that uh, it, it, will go, it will go quick as well. You know, John Sprague has really kept us updated n- nicely. Especially if you go, I recommend, if anything, get the app. Get the city app. Yes. Because they keep yeah. that thing updated and it's great. And I think John's done a nice job keeping us updated on what's going on. Um, and I think I'm going to give a shout out to the Vincent's Police Department because they had to monitor that road yes. because there were constrictions. I mean, but it just all came together. Now we're moving on. 
Now, next challenge. And what's even great is, instead of waiting till April, we're moving it up to January. Yeah. Let's go. Let's yeah, do it. Move on it. But, you know, especially with the weather that we've had, you know, if they feel like they can get stuff done, I'm, I love it. Yeah. You know, the quicker, the better. Right. So, anyway, I think this is going to be... Uh, yeah, but you mentioned the City app. And that thing, it when it first came out, everybody's like, oh, this thing is awful. But they don't realize that it's a living, breathing thing. You know, every day, uh, Cheryl is adding to that. Oh, it's great. And, you know, it... And, you know as the residents and as the you know the the officials and everything of Vincennes you need to be a part of that so if you see something or if you need something added to the to that app call Cheryl down at the office and uh, she can get it added you know if you have an event uh, mayor said that all those events are on the city app yes they are and if your event is not listed on there you have to own that because if you don't call they don't know so call and get that uh, event on there even if it's a if it's a, a kids concert or you know a, a show or something anything you feel that is important to to vincennes or if you want people to know about it cheryl can get it on there yeah it's great great tool yeah. great tool yeah. but anyway going back this past year though i mean uh, there were a lot of things that went on i think one of the things that it, in its own way that took off was the uh, our, our city parks, how every park had some kind of a positive move. We saw it out at, at, at Chicago. I mean, I mean, what they've done out there is like well beyond what I ever thought about. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you look at Four Lakes, what's going on out there. Leicester Square, what's going on. I mean, we could go to all the city parks and... Something's happening. Something positive is happening at, at each one of them. And you mentioned two of those, and two of those really were um, private organizations that stepped up, and people mm -hmm. in general, uh, that stepped up and said, I want to make a difference. And they worked with our parks department, and um, the changes that they made are, you know, long-lasting changes that's going to be around for a long time. Um, uh, that with with the improvements at Chicago Park, with the uh, the baseball diamond being yeah. repaired, the basketball area being repaired, uh, that those were private people working with the parks department and Kristen's place. Is oh my gosh, if you haven't been out there, realize that that was all private donations mm -hmm. uh, organized in uh, remembrance of Kristen, and that that is a huge huge. Uh, process that was you know done very well the other thing is when i go over to lester square you know we got what's going on at lester square but also the skate park yes i mean again private i mean you know and then we got to throw in the pickleball course because what that organization is doing i mean you're right we got people who are just taking charge yes and it's it's what it what it takes if you go to these other cities it's not just government that makes things better you you know like the the pickleball group there they are stepping up and saying hey we know you don't have the money so we're gonna we're gonna organize and we're gonna ra raise that money and get it done so yeah and kudos. then and then a couple of other things uh, on that lines things that are happening by uh, groups that are taking charge you know you, you look at uh, the um what we got going on in april next year and and you know uh, sarah's come in and she's just taking charge of that that's her job of course it is her job. but yeah. i mean but what she's, she's doing, doing oh my goodness yeah. sarah wolf was just things were planning you know 
things I would never even imagine that we have to be concerned about. Yeah. This is a well-oiled machine, folks. Yeah. She's a ball of energy, man. I, I wish I had a third of her energy. I'll take a fourth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but uh, she, like you said, she's doing things that, uh, you know, we don't even think of. Mm-hmm. And people say, well, she's getting paid to do that. But you have to have the right person in that position. Oh, sure. And, uh, yeah, I think she's doing a good job. And, uh, and who's who was the last one that or had to organize something like that you don't know because no. it hasn't been done so what she is having to do she's having to invent this and she she's done a really good job of reaching out to those communities that have gone through this um and these numbers aren't uh, invented you know they they are numbers from other uh, locations that has had similar Nothing as big as, as what we're going to see here, and they're true. If as if the weather holds out, if the weather holds out, <laughs> uh, you know we could see a huge influx of people. Right. So. A couple other things, real quickly. Uh, we've received a lot of grants this year. I mean, kudos to that because we got a lot of money. I we, mean, for for uh, construction projects, for road projects, we've done very well. Yeah. And, and what a lot of people don't realize is we've gotten that money before and it has sat and not been used. What is happening now is when we get those grants, they're going out the door. So those projects are not just being talked about, they're being done. And, um, you know, a, a lot is to be said about that. Uh, so that money, there was a time when we couldn't even get a grant because we didn't use what we already had. Right. Uh, but those times are long gone, and you can see the progress. You know, when you drive down Main Street, Hart Street, you know, Second mm-hmm. Street, though, that you can see what is happening, and, and that grant money is being spent. And, of course, one of the other things I want to bring up before we wrap it up, uh, we find, we're actually seeing the uh, lit tax take effect. And we're seeing now public safety, and we're seeing, speaking of public safety, police department not only filling, but growing, and now we're getting grants to put SROs at all of our schools. Yes. I mean, there's a lot of big things there. A lot of things, and you, you mentioned the, the lit. Um, what, uh, what we wanted to happen is absolutely happening. I know in this next hiring process with the police department, we're getting lateral transfers from other cities uh, from, with experienced officers. And what that does is more than just bring us experienced people. That's, that's a, a huge plus. But the money that that saves us is, a, you know, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. So we will get that money back in the end. And I, I want to mention the ambulance service, too, because that was the start of the, of the lit tax. And I just read a report on response times for the ambulance service. And I don't know if you've had them on here or not. Not recently. What they have done to response times, the, the response average response times are down in like the nine-minute range. And that is an incredible leap from where we were to, to where we are now. And it is 100% because we were able to pass that lit and get the, that ambulance service in uh, the hands of the hospital. And uh, I, th- I think it's going well. Even though it is costing us a lot of money, it is well worth it if you're on the side of, of a person that is on the other end of 911 waiting for an ambulance to come. All right. Brian, always a pleasure. Good seeing in. Uh, we'll see you next year. Thanks, Ed. All right. Stay tuned. More of the morning chat coming up on WAOV. 
Have you ever missed one of your favorite local shows on WAOV? Ever missed the morning chat, Mark and Mark, or even financial questions, real answers? Well, that's not a problem anymore. WAOV has our local shows on podcast and easy to get to them. Go to WAOVAM.com and click on the podcast tab at the top to find your show. It's that easy. So if you miss Vintage Vincent, legal news or views, or just the tips, listen to the podcast the next day. Go to WAOVAM.com and find your podcast. Welcome back to the morning chat with Ed Ballinger here on WAOV 97.7 FM, 1450 AM, WAOV Vincennes, and 97.3 FM in Washington. Colton Watt, our guests from the YMCA of Vincennes. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm fine. Tis the basketball season. Oh, yes. So what's going on to Y? Well, we'll start out uh, before basketball. We'll start with our... Our new CEO hiring that mm-hmm. we just had. I'm sure a lot of you have probably seen it already in the newspaper and all the press release. But uh, our new CEO is Dennis Cordes, mm-hmm. and uh, we're excited to have him. His first day won't be until January 14th. That'll be his first day at the Y, so we're looking forward to having him. Seems okay. Like, seems like a great guy. He so. is. He'll do wonderful work. He'll, yep. he'll do a great job. I think so, too. So it was, it was nice getting to meet him and – Get to know him a little bit before, so. Yeah. Now, keep in mind, Dennis, we got three mics in here, so I'm sure Colton wants some help. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he's never shy around the mic. He's never shy around the mic. Yeah, he's more than welcome. More <laughs> okay. than welcome. But, yeah, like you said, we got our basketball coming up. Uh, we got our three-year-old league and our youth basketball league starting in January. Uh, the practices for those will be this month, December. And uh, the youth basketball practices will actually start this week. So all the teams will be getting together. Um you should be hearing from your coaches, getting your practice schedule set up, and uh, getting rolling on that. So, so we're excited to have that. And then January will be a packed day. Every well, Saturdays will be packed. <laughs> you know how that is. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we're looking forward to having that and um, getting those going. So. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> if you're a first-time parent. <laughs> have patience there's plenty of parking spaces you may have to walk a little bit yep. not too far it is the ymca where they want exercise yeah for everybody come right? in a little beforehand get your parking spot maybe even work out a little bit there before. you go <laughs> but you know it's okay once you get in the building you can settle in your spot it's fun yep we got the two separate gyms there'll be four courts uh going so be plenty of seats. what's the first date on that again the first day for the youth league is January sixth. Okay, all right. that Saturday, all and right. then the the three year old league will start on January fourth. All right, that okay. Thursdays. So, you ready for this? Yep, we're ready for it. Okay, we're ready for. Did you have a lot of people sign up? Yeah, we had uh, over three hundred for youth basketball. Um, I think it was just a little shy of last year. I think last year was about three fifty. I think we ended up with three twenty, three thirty. Okay, so pretty pretty close, pretty uh-huh. similar. But uh, and then our three-year-old league, I, I believe we had twenty-five to thirty. Uh-huh. So, so we had several sign up. So we're excited to have them in there. All right. What else is going on? Well, we got the basketball going, and then we just came up with a uh, a new little program, the intro to pickleball. We had one back in I think October, September. I can't remember the exact month we did it, but but we're getting that going again with uh, Vanessa Purdom. Mm-hmm. She's going to be the instructor okay. for that. And then uh, we'll get that going. That will start on January 9th. And uh, right now, the time for it, we're going to do more of a uh, lunchtime for the pickleball. That way people can come in on their lunch break, get their little session in, and then be done with it. So that will be twice a week. So it will be four weeks, and there will be eight sessions for the pickleball. 
And like I said, uh, Vanessa Purdom will be the instructor there. And if you are a member, it will be free for you. And if you're a non-member, I think we have it at 65 mm-hmm. for the whole for the whole session. Okay. So, so yeah, that'll be uh, that'll start January 9th. January 9th. So everything's okay. starting at the beginning of the year. Hey, that's the way it should be. Yep. All right. What else? Um, the new swim lessons also they'll be posted. I say at the end of December, early January, and they will start beginning in January, and they'll run all the way through January, February, March. Uh, Tiffany Pets will be in charge of all those. Those will be uh, getting out there on our website, social media pages. So if you're interested in swim lessons early this season, uh, just tune into the social media sites, and uh, they'll be on there. So Okay. All right. All right. So we have that. And then uh, for the Betty J. McCormick Center, they have a new open house. They got a new addition added on there. Uh, it's real nice. I went and took some pictures of it the other day, and it's it's a nice little addition they added. They got some just gaming things in there, a little hangout session. So nice big TV. Uh, so there will be an open house for that, and that will be on January 7th. Okay. And it will be from 2 to 4. So if you, you're interested in coming by and checking out the Betty J new edition, uh, mm-hmm. they'll have a little open house for it from 2 to 4 on January 7th. Wow. All so, right. That's fun. Yeah. Good stuff. So Good we, stuff. We, we got a lot of things coming up, uh, mainly the basketball. We're getting that all. I know Bill's been working like crazy getting all that organized and situated. So Right. Right. So, yeah. Well, this will be the your last visit this calendar year because we'll be, we'll be doing a show in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a good time to hit people up for New Year's resolutions. Mm, okay. Yes. All right. I know we all have to have a resolution. You know, it's the workout. Mm-hmm. Right. The YMCA here makes it so possible for you to do it on your own schedule. If you don't think so, they do. All right. Somebody, let me ask you something. Is it, uh, Colin, is, is somebody wants to uh, uh, join and then they said, I need to work out. I have no idea where to start. I right. just know I need to. Yep. Tell me some of the steps. What should I do? Well, the first step would be if you're just wanting to get to know a little bit about the equipment, you can come in and uh, my, my, me, myself, will just show you around or somebody, if I'm not there, will let you go to the wellness center where the cardio and weight room is and just get you familiar with some of the equipment. I know I've done that three or four times with uh, some older people that, you know, they're wanting to they tell me what they want to work out and I'll go show them the exercises that will help them. Um, or I'll go show them the indoor track that we have. And, you know, and they're, they're usually pretty surprised with how much we have when it comes to the, the workout side of it. But I'd say get, if you're not familiar with it, come in and we you know we have plenty of people that'll show you around the equipment and uh, all that we have and kind of get you started on the mm-hmm. right track. And then I'd say just getting in there and get go, get yeah. going. Do it. Right. And, you know, you don't have to get a full membership immediately. You can come in, get a day pass, see if you like it. And if not, you can go for a week. And then if you if you like it still, you get a month membership and then go on from there. One of the things I read where a lot of people stop is through intimidation. Mm-hmm. They just, they're ashamed of the way they look. They, they can't do as much as the next person next to them. But that's not what it's about. No. That, there's, it's funny because there's some things you'll see on social media where it's, there's some influencers out there that will, will, shine out the people that will you know have bad gym etiquette is what they say or and then you'll put out the people that are that have good gym etiquette and it's at the wide it's, it's always good mm-hmm. you know I'm, i usually work out every day i try to at least 
every time I'm in there, it's just it's positive people who mm-hmm. who just want to help you. Exactly. And that's that's really probably ninety percent of where you go. If you go in there, people are going to help you. They're going to want you to succeed and get better because that's what you're in there for is to get better. So. Yeah, right, right. So encourage people to come to the Y. Yes. Work out. Uh, like you said, get a day pass to mm-hmm. see if you like it. Uh, you know, there are classes available. Yep. Okay. I mean, there's everything for you. Okay. Yep. Just getting there. Yep. And you said it. Uh, if you get your membership, the group exercise classes are free with it and the swim one. So if you get your membership, you're, you have access to all of that. And uh, it's, it's even more more stuff you can do. It's You can put it on the calendar and come in and work out. So Yeah. You guys have had a busy year, haven't you? We have. We Been have. Really, we've really had a lot busy. going on. So. You have. You, I mean, you've had a really busy year. Mm-hmm. I mean, you had a great, great day camp. I mean, record numbers. I mean, uh, things that you're doing, you know, things you're adding. So, I mean, you guys have not kind of just like, all right, we're the Y. Come on in. No, no. <laughs> no, you're offering programs. You're you're making ways for people to work out, to exercise. Maybe they don't even know they're exercising and they are. Right. So, wow. Yep. If anybody has any questions on programs, hours, the holiday hours, where they get it? All that, you can find that on our webpage, our website, at vincentsymca.org. Or if you uh, visit our Facebook page or Instagram, all that will be on there as well. And if you don't want to do that, just give us a call at 812-895-9622, and we'll answer any questions you have. Any questions? Any questions you got, okay. we'll answer them. Just come to the door. You are open on January 1st, right? We are closed on New Year's Day. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, we're closed New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Oh, you don't normally have been open on New so Year's we, Day. Yeah, we changed it this year. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah. Well, because I, I thought it was like at noon or something you opened up. But okay. Yeah. Now I, the 24-7 access will be open. There you go. That's why. Yep. Okay, that's why, you Gotta folks. get that 24-7 yeah. access. So. You gotta get that. All right, there you go. <laughs> so if you go to the Y and you register, I mean, I mean, you sign up, whatever, make sure you get that. Because yep, that way, just, that uh, does allow you to get in on that yep, day. It's just an extra ten dollar fee. That's that, it. That, I forgot about that. That makes it so much better, doesn't yes, it? Yes, especially holiday seasons. Like uh-huh. most gyms will be closed on the holidays, but if you got that key fob, you get in there and there you go. Get your workout in. Wow, isn't so, that great? All it right. Is. Well, congratulations on a great year, and uh, look forward to talking to you next year. Yes, same to you, Ed. Thank you very much. All righty, say two more of the morning chat coming up on WAOV. Have you ever missed one of your favorite local shows on WAOV? Ever missed the morning chat, Mark and Mark, or even financial questions, real answers? Well, that's not a problem anymore. WAOV has our local shows on podcast and easy to get to them. Go to WAOVAM.com and click on the podcast tab at the top to find your show. It's that easy. So if you miss Vintage Vincent, legal news or views, or just the tips, listen to the podcast the next day. Go to WAOVAM.com and find your podcast. Welcome back to the Morning Chat with Ed Ballinger here on WAOV, 97.7 FM, 1450 AM, WAOV in Vincennes, 97.3 FM in Washington. Mark Hill from the Knox County United Way, also the United Way of Crawford County, Illinois, joins us this segment. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Ed. And it's another nice, crisp uh, winter day, right? <laughs> I suppose. It's not winter yet, actually. It's no, still fall. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah. Getting there. Yeah. Okay, our last visit this calendar year. Gosh. It's not fast. 
Yeah, that doesn't seem possible, does it? It's gone so, fast. Yeah, yeah, it has for sure. And uh, so that's kind of where we are with uh, our campaign. That's, you know, our focus from our campaign starts in the summer and then we build up to a natural conclusion at the end of the year. And a lot of times, in fact, I just came to the post office right before I stopped here and um, had a nice donation from a, a leadership giver from here in the community that gives out of her trust. And a lot of times this time of year now we get those kind of contributions, things that come from people's estates or foundations and those kind of things. And those really help us considerably when it comes to our individual part of our campaign. So we're at about, uh, you know, we didn't announce a goal, uh, but we're about at 90% of last year's goal, which is uh, commendable. And uh, we think we'll definitely pass that. Um, uh, we have our kind of final uh, campaign stop actually at the Knox County Public Library staff tomorrow. I'm doing some training there on dealing with difficult people. That sounds like fun, <laughs> doesn't it? I'm not one of them. Uh, but, uh, so, yeah, okay. I'm sorry. Hey, no, one of the things I used, did you ever see the movie Five Easy Pieces? Yes, I did. That's one of my favorite movies to use for this topic. <laughs> you know, there's a scene where uh, Jack Nicholson clears the table, you know, because he can't get what he wants in a restaurant. And I always use that for dealing with difficult people. Anyway, 90% of our campaign goal, and we'll get to uh, 100% for sure. That was our uh, campaign co-chair's uh, target was we want to at least beat last year. We think we'll do that. Uh, if people still want to donate, they can go to our website at unitedwayofnoxcounty.org and click on Donate Knox. You can uh, donate by play, uh, debit card, or we have a PayPal uh, connection there as well. It went well. Um, so we encourage people to uh, continue to give. And then we continue to get uh, contributions that come in from corporate matches and things like that really through the month of January into early February. So we really won't know until about early February where we stand with our final goal. Right, right. Okay. So um, I I know you, you sound like you really feel good about this year, though. I mean, what yeah, has happened? Everything what? considered, you know, I was uh, in, a, in a difficult place during the early part of our campaigns because I was having some uh, – hip and walking problems and got into physical therapy and you know I, I did not have an admin at that time and uh, I was kind of like gosh I'd ter been turned down by a couple people for campaign chair then lo and behold uh, you know Robin Robin Montgomery came across and met with me and she said well I'll do this if we can bring Laura Bogart on board and we're off the races I had really committed people that have been very active and that's the difference um, you know they've opened doors for us that we haven't had before or reopened some in other cases Cases. And then I've got some new marketing people like Caitlin Ice that have come and become a part of how we uh, produce our product uh, online. And so I think we are getting better and I feel pretty good about it. Okay. All right. Um, Giving Tuesday. You know, that went pretty well. You know, we weren't sure what to expect. And in years past, you know, we got a little bit of uh, spin from that. And of course, Pretty much everybody and their brother that's in the non-for-profit business promotes Giving Tuesday, so we weren't sure what to expect. But as I mentioned, Caitlin Ice before, uh, Caitlin established a PayPal account for us, and now uh, we were able to get $7,500 in donations specifically that came in on Giving Tuesday. So I thank those individuals that donated um, and for thinking of us on that particular day. So I think that's uh, uh, a noble effort, and we'll definitely continue to target that moving forward. All right. Um, the uh, Giving Tuesday, uh, did it seem like it was bigger this year? 
Well, it's um, you know it, it has a life of its own. You know, uh-huh. it has there is actually a website for uh, Giving Tuesday, and they they put out some uh, material that's generic, if you will, in terms of uh, that you can use to promote your own campaigns. And uh, so it, it's always eye catching. Now, I don't really see radio or television. I mean, most of it is on uh, social media, uh, but that's where people's attention are these days anyway. To being nice to each other, to doing something mm-hmm. specific, getting away from the, the madness that is uh, you know, Black Friday and uh, um, whatever that is on Monday, Manic Monday. Or, is that what uh, it is? Yeah, okay. Digital Monday. Or, <laughs> people order a lot of stuff, and it comes fastly. But in this case, it, it's a focus on giving, and so... Um, yeah, and I, I, I enjoy writing about those things, about Thanksgiving and about being thankful and all those things. So I think they're, they're, we, are, we do live in a very generous community. Uh, the churches, the civic organizations, other places in town really pull together. I'm just, I've looked everywhere in town at those um, um, uh, Toys for Tots things that the Marines do. Those boxes are filled everywhere I go. Yeah. That's just so endearing to see that. I know every angel off our christmas tree at church is gone and the christmas presents are underneath it and i was just at our uh, um homeless task force meeting today and i know jason burkhart from uh, helping his hands was talking about a different approach they're taking they're reaching out to foster parents and other groups to making sure those people have things at christmas time so i think we are in a very giving community we're in the midwest it's who's your hospitality it's all good i just heard a lot about giving tuesday nationally yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not, not just not just here but nationally right and i just right. thought was there a bigger push this year See, I'm, I'm not really sure how that uh, is orchestrated at a national level. So, you know, I certainly am familiar with what United Way Worldwide does and what some other organizations do, but they all, it's kind of one of those platforms that is generously encouraged to, you know, spread out to help others. Okay. Uh, marketing committee. So we've been, you know, toying around. We didn't have a chili cook off this year. We toyed around with having a bake off and some other fall kind of events really, uh, couldn't pull that together. We talked about doing a Santa thing, but everybody was doing a Santa thing. So now we're talking about maybe doing something around the Valentine's season, which might be a progressive dinner, uh, downtown using some of the local restaurants, uh, kind of what the CEO kids did last year, because they're doing something different in January. They're doing a family feud thing that's just got announced uh, here this week. So uh, we're going to be meeting later this week to kind of pull that together. It's uh, that's what you, you can have fun. See, that's one thing about your fund. Your fundraisers are fun. Yeah, yeah, that's what they should be, right? Right, yes, yes. right. <clears throat> and you know, you, you know, and this goes back to again giving. Right. I think now. Do you think after the pandemic? People are more willing to give. Uh-huh. I think so. Okay. I think the challenge still, and and this is not casting aspersions on uh, millennials or post millennials, whatever you know, um, the next group down the line is Generation Z or um, it it's it's trying to find how <clears throat> um, to connect with those younger people when it comes to charitable giving. Now, I will give a high credit and have recruited them heavily, uh, the Young Rotarians group, because they yeah. are that group that's going to move the ball forward in the next generation. You know, those 30-somethings uh, that really have done some creative fundraising. Um, and uh, so the, I think they're the ones that, uh, and that's really been my purpose the last several years, is really working with that next generation, because I've got to pass this baton on. Yeah, and that's, I think, the, uh, uh, you know, 
the fundraising part, some people love that. I mean, some people, they just come up with great ideas, mm, you yeah. know, and people don't even know they're giving. I mean, they're, they're having fun Absolutely. doing it. I mean, and, and the more fun they have, let's face it, the more they'll give. Yes, yes. I agree 100%. So, I, mean, I mean, the yep. chili, I mean, when you do your, your, your chili event or whatever, there's just so much that people get involved you know and i think that's uh you know we'll, we'll definitely bring that back next year Good. and you know we've talked about finding some ways with some other things whether you use barbecue cook-off or whatever you know to kind of intermix it you know keep it fresh but uh, i think by next fall people will be eager to do that again oh okay so so you're ready for it to come back i am all right let's take a break we'll have more after this at waov have you ever missed one of your favorite local shows on WAOV? Ever missed the morning chat, Mark and Mark, or even financial questions, real answers? Well, that's not a problem anymore. WAOV has our local shows on podcast and easy to get to them. Go to WAOVAM.com and click on the podcast tab at the top to find your show. It's that easy. So if you miss Vintage Vincent, legal news or views, or just the tips, listen to the podcast the next day. Go to WAOVAM.com and find your podcast. Welcome back to the Morning Chat with Ed Ballinger on WAOV. Mark Hill, our guest from the Knox County United Way. Also the United Way at Crawford County, Illinois. A quarterly agency meeting today? Yeah, today's the day, man. I meet with Ed. I met with the Homeless Task Force this morning. I meet with uh, uh, the quarterly agency meeting this afternoon. And then, of course, we have Mark and Mark at 3 o'clock. Uh, so uh, we'll be discussing. It's an important meeting for us. It's the last meeting of the year. You know, we meet quarterly with our partner agencies, and the purpose of that is twofold. Number one, we pay them their quarterly allocation for their participation in our campaigns and for grants that we give them during the year. And then we also use that opportunity to kind of interface, talk about collaborative things that we're doing between agencies. Uh, so today we'll talk specifically about their completing their grants, which are due by January 15th. And at the same time, they have a companion piece that's all online and it is their annual report. Okay. So we want to know for our allocation committee, what you do with last year's dollars, demonstrate to us the impact that's had in the community and what are the measurable results of those dollars that we've uh, deployed. Um, so it's an important process. And then we, from this information that we'll gather in January, we form our allocation committee, which is usually about 12 people. And each of them take three of our partner agencies, explore their grants for the, what they're suggesting for this coming year, also what they did with the past year's dollars. And then we actually ask the, our committee members to reach out individually to a member of that uh, organization and interview them specifically about their hopes, their goals, their dreams, what they'd like to see us do in the future. So it's a very important part, and most of the board members that participate that and community members as well uh, really find that very fulfilling. All right. So it sounds like uh, we're on our way for these agencies over the years, Mark, the, most of these agencies are up front, aren't they? They what they what they ask for yes. is what they really need. Yes, it's a, you know I would say this about United Way in general, as well as our campaign and our partner agencies. We're all transparent. <clears throat> One of the things we're going to encourage this year is that you know we want them to promote us more vi visually um and so you know we have nice opaque uh door things that uh, you know we encourage them to put on the front door of their place we have a beautiful three window space on our downtown 
a location, and we've done this now starting in November, that we're having partner agencies come in and take a third of that space and promote their organization. Children and Family Services are doing that uh, this month, along with the Salvation Army for their bell ringing. Um, and then we've also used a, a segment there to promote veterans. <clears throat> we've had uh, reservations made by CASA and by uh, Babe Store moving forward into the next year. So we have a calendar now. We're really wanting, almost expecting our partner agencies to display something because we want them to be seen. Some of these agencies are behind the scenes. They're in locations people don't see. Yeah. So we want them to be seen, and that's a big part of what we're doing. Yeah, that, that's a good <clears throat> point. That's a good point because you know an agency exists. You know what they do, but you may not see them. I yeah. mean, that's, and there's that nothing happens. more enduring to going to some committee meeting someplace else, not necessarily a United Way meeting where you hear somebody say, you know, if it wasn't for United Way, blah, blah, blah. You know, I mean, we want that. We want to hear that. We want to be in their annual reports, and we do a monthly uh, newsletter now, which I think is pretty nice, and we push that out to anybody in the general public that would like to have that, and anybody that donates and gives us their email, we press that out, um, so that's a good thing, too. All right. Okay, Homeless Task Force. So we just met this morning. I came directly from there uh, today. Um, and uh, one of the things we talked about at the uh, Homeless Task Force actually was I just got an email from uh, Catherine Thacker, who works at Thursday Church. It's a part of that network, and they're having a sit-down uh, meal um, next week at um, the Monday the 18th, starting at 3 o'clock. 330 uh, at their location and uh, so that's free and open to public so it's information like that we like to promote uh, one of the things that we've been working on two things today one's the warming stations um, <clears throat> that we have um, in the community where people can go to get out of the weather but more importantly we're working on a location with the city of Vincennes of what what do we do if we have that sub-zero windshield kind of thing that we had last winter and so we're working with a local church um, we'll put out information about that if that event happens um, so that people can get safe can uh, get out of the elements and it'll be staffed and we'll have space for men and women to be separated restrooms uh, and potentially a shower in that location so that's something we're working on with the city we had members of the homeless services council which is our evansville Bay parent group for the homeless task force they were on the line with us today and they are encouraging to do as we've done the last several years to be involved in the pit count which this year is on january 24th uh, children family services and other social agencies work together to count noses on that particular 24-hour period january 24th to be able to uh, recognize establish actual physical contact with people that are homeless and uh, there are two different kinds of homelessness that they measure but that's important for the state and we're the only county outside of Vandenberg County in our region that did their own uh, pit count last year so they're proud of us we're proud of them and we look forward to continuing working with them okay all right, finally, what's going on in Crawford County? So, you know, we have a, a rich collaboration that goes back since the two counties came together long before Mark Hill stepped on the scene. Uh, so we've been uh, collaboration between the two counties now probably going on uh, 15 to 20 years. And so we have, have a joint meeting periodically with our finance uh, people on both sides of the river. And uh, we've been looking at our shared agreement, uh, 
collaboration on a partnership agreement that will be adjusting some of the shared costs between the counties. And we actually have a Zoom meeting on Friday to continue that process. So that's a healthy exchange uh, interaction between the two organizations because we are probably within the state of Indiana's United Way is probably one of the most unique organizations because we're really kind of two organizations in one. But uh, the United Way of Knox County is the parent organization, and um, so we have to make sure we have a close, ongoing collaboration. And, of course, Barb Scheimer over there is such a wonderful staff member, and she's made a huge difference in Crawford County, and we're very proud of her. You know, this being the uh, last visit, this uh, calendar year, Mark, when you look back at the United Way, what is the one area that you've been most impressed with? Well, I think that um, I, I hearken back to COVID because COVID changed everything. COVID allowed us to become deeper and more involved partners with our food uh, pantries, uh, recognizing there are other food pantries than some of the ones that are our normal uh, pantries that we're involved with. There are a number of churches that do some separate small things. We've been able to collaborate with groups like uh, Duke and others that have provided additional assistance. Uh, food pantries uh, have been hit the hardest here over the last several years. Some of it was a COVID thing, some of it's the economy, uh, but we all know as middle-class individuals like you and myself that, you know, how uh, gosh, how expensive it is to go out to eat, how expensive it is to yeah. go to the grocery store. So imagine yeah. if you would, if you are a particularly challenged uh, family, let alone somebody that's homeless, um, and recognizing the importance of uh, this lifeline that they afford us. So I would say that uh, helping them, them providing a, a better, stable um, access to food and other services in the community has probably been the strongest thing that we've accomplished. And then I think we'll see here in the near future that some of the work we've done in education will really bear some fruit here as you move into 2024. Okay, I think that uh, the education portion, I'm glad you brought that up because sometimes we don't talk enough about that. Yeah. I mean, it's just... Also, I think, I think also... Uh, what uh, what we've done in this campaign, and again, I'm just this is just my opinion is yeah. you guys have really even extended the field more, haven't you? I, I hope mean, so. I mean, I mean, I you've gone so. to places you've never gone before, right. and 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 that's what you need to do, isn't it? Absolutely. You know, I mean, it's a challenging field for anybody that's in the philanthropy business. Um, so you don't leave any stone unturn unturned. You know, we we really try to reach out as many different groups and organizations as we can and uh, try to, to develop uh, rich relationships with each of those organizations that are helpful. And some of them just really take on that challenge. I mean, I think particularly like the, the, the guys up at, I say guys, up at uh, Duke Energy and the Edwardsport Power Plants, like, well, what can we do to make this better next year? And, and we start, you know, brainstorming about those. And they look at what Marathon does over in Crawford County and want to build off of those kind of things. So those kind of opportunities and just like the Family Health Center uh, splitting off this uh, year from the, uh, the Good Samaritan is actually going to help the community in terms of the uh, growth and development of mental health services in our community. There'll be more uh, case managers and therapists in the community here over the next couple of years. But it's also an opportunity for us to promote our organization within them. All right. Appreciate you coming in. Have a great day. Have a happy holiday. We'll see you next year. Thanks, Ed. Merry Christmas to you and your staff. Okay. Stay tuned. More of the morning chat coming up on WAOV.